all the latest updates on your local and regional sports. This is Sports Talk on 92 WICB Ithaca. Welcome to Sports Talk on 92 WICB. I'm Michael Memes. We have a great show on tap for you today with a package on the viral home run and bat clip by Garrett Callahan, an interview with Ithaca volleyball senior Paige Gardella, and of course, your Ithaca Sports Weekly Recap. Ithaca Sports is always good, but the New York sports scene has also looked very good this week. The Knicks are on a nine-game winning streak and are now fourth in the Eastern Conference. The Nets now sit in the first position in the Eastern Conference, and star forward Kevin Durant is expected to return tonight. The Rangers continue to fight for the final playoff spot in the Eastern Division. The Islanders sit within striking distance of the top spot in that division. The Mets have fallen to 500, but Jacob DeGrom continues to look like easily the best pitcher in the MLB, and that's coming from a Yankees fan. Speaking of the Yankees, the Yankees are finally hitting again and have a soft schedule coming up, and Rugnet Odor is providing some excellent bat flips. Another excellent bat flip was that by Garrett Callahan in the Ithaca Baseball 13-6 win against Vassar College, and it has over 70,000 views. I spoke to the parties involved about the viral bat flip. He stands in on a 1-1 pitch, and that ball is rocked deep to right field. See you later. An absolute bomb and a two-run home run for Garrett Callahan. Deep, high, majestic drive down the right field line. All the right fielder Milstein could do is watch it fly about 10, 20 feet over the wall as he crosses home plate. So that gives the Bombers now their first hit and also a 6-0 lead. That was the call of another Garrett Callahan home run on VIC Radio and the Bombers Radio Network. But this one would be more memorable than all the others. This one got the attention of Jared Carabas, one of the hosts of Starting 9 and Section 10 Pod on Barstool Sports, and someone who has amassed over 300,000 followers on Twitter. I'm Michael Memis of Bombers Radio Network, and today I'm going to explore all the sides of the bat flip that went viral. Let's start with the flip itself. Though Callahan already had multiple home runs that season for the Bombers, this was the first one he had done a bat flip on. It's probably honestly the first home run I've ever actually bat flipped on. Um, That's probably one of the further ones I've hit in my career here at IC so far and stuff. But, I mean, I was having a pretty crappy day at the plate. I think I was 0 for 6 going into that at bat. And Vassar was starting to kind of get back into that game as well. So I felt like uh, that was a good time to, you know, try to get the team pumped up. This was the moment that Peter Rader, the manager of creative media for athletics at Ithaca College, was waiting for. I wanted one, like, ever since I started shooting baseball this season, because I never, I hadn't really had a chance to shoot baseball since I was in high school, because as a freshman, they didn't play any home games, obviously. So I, you know, kind of mentioned it to a few of the guys at Media Day and, you know, around, it's like, yeah, you know, I've always wanted a bat flip clip like it would be you know cool if you guys you know did some cool celebrations and you know there you have it Callahan just rips a home run into right field and then you know launches the bat I knew it right away I was like oh my god this is like the coolest thing ever meanwhile neither Ethan Birch nor Max Tanzer who were calling the game noticed the bat flip it was funny because I actually didn't see the bat flip and I was so engaged in the moment. You know, this is the first ever baseball game I ever called and it's always been my dream to call a baseball game. So I was kind of hoping and hoping I would see a home run. And when it hit, I, all I saw was just the ball go flying. I knew it was a home run right off the bat. 
And it was like just my initial reaction, like, what am I going to say? Because like, this is my moment. What am I going to say? And <laughs> I, the, the call, like, see you later kind of just came with it. But I didn't see the bat flip originally. Uh, we were both looking at the ball. Um, and if I had seen the bat flip, I probably would have commented on it, which is something, you know, with hindsight, I wish I did a little bit more. Uh, but uh, no, it was such a cool, uh, cool play for him. And that's what I, I mean, personally, as a baseball fan, I know people have different thoughts on it, but I love the bat flips. I love the energy and so forth. And it was great to see that from the Bombers. Now the social media post Raider got to work using his amazing editing skills to put together the radio call and the bat flip home run for a social media post for Ithaca Baseball. Tanzer was very excited to hear his voice on those videos. I, def- I definitely didn't think it was going to go viral to that extent, uh, but it was cool. You know, Peter and I have a pretty good uh, friendship as well. And we'd always talked about, uh, you know, him getting to film a video with a call of mine behind it. Uh, and we got it to work out. And that was really special. Like Tanzer, Birch and Callahan couldn't predict the events that were to follow. But Raider knew what was going to happen. I knew he was going to see it. Like, I-, I have a friend who goes to Coastal Carolina and he shoots for their baseball team, and they do a lot more bat flips than we do here in Ithaca. Um, they also, you know, they have a lot more national attention, but my friend Max was, uh, he got this really cool bat flip, and Carabas featured it. I also, I, I kind of know the guy who writes for the Orioles for Barstool, so I, I kind of DM'd him. I was like, hey, let Carabas know to retweet this. It would be huge for the program. So I knew that it had a pretty good chance of getting retweeted. Raider had worked for the Orioles last summer as a video content intern, which is why he knew the writer for Barstool Sports for the Orioles. He shot his shot in a quote tweet on the original Ithaca Baseball post, adding Carabas, and the shot worked. Carabas tweeted about 20 minutes after Raider added him, saying, And absolute pro move by at Ithaca Baseball to go slow-mo for the bat flip. Flick of the wrist, you don't often see that one. Lost art, much respect. Bat flip grade 8.3. That tweet has 13 comments, 103 retweets, and 831 likes. The original Ithaca baseball post has 77,500 views. It was surreal for Callahan to have Carabas tweet his home run and rate his bat flip. Yeah, so, I mean, I saw it on the IC baseball page, which was cool enough as it was, and I retweeted that, and a lot of people were like, wow, that's so sick and stuff, and then I get a text from our center fielder, Mike Nod. He's like, dude, Jared Carabas just uh, posted that on his Twitter. And I followed him forever. Like, obviously, as a baseball player, if you're going to follow one guy on Twitter, and, I mean, it's probably going to be – he's going to be at the top of the list for one of those guys. And, I mean, he's just so cool to follow. And he's always with MLB stuff and always posting really cool baseball content. So, the fact that I got on his page, I was pretty much shaken for an hour or two, like, holy crap, like, I can't believe it. Like, and then my, obviously my Twitter started blowing up and everyone started liking it and it got like 80,000 views on the original IC Baseball um, video. So it was just unbelievable and like really shocking. Similar reactions happened with Birch and Tanzer. I was sitting on my bed. I had a really long day. I had the COVID shot beforehand. I did the baseball game and then I went right to an ICTV show. So I was brutally exhausted and I was sitting on my bed and Peter texted me and he's like, Hey dude, I just got your call. It looks great. And I watched the video and I was already ecstatic because I was like, let's go. Like I'm on Ithaca baseball. Uh, my calls on Ithaca baseball. That's already a dream come true. I'm so happy that that was, that was pictured. And I saw that uh, Peter tagged Jared Carabas to ask for a little bathroom grade. And I saw it. I thought that was funny. I liked it of course. And I remember it was like 20, maybe 30 minutes later. And I was casually scrolling through Twitter. I re- reload Twitter and I saw it there. 
I freaked out. I jumped. I called my parents and never did I think it'd be on his account. Like, what are the chances he recognizes Ithaca baseball? Uh, it's just, I know where, I mean, division three baseball, you just don't expect it. And listen, it was a really good quality video. That's why I think they liked it so much. Peter did a great job at it. And the slow motion bat flip did it all. And the fact that my, 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 uh, my voice was in the back, really made it too, just for myself. But regardless, it was such a great moment for all of Ithaca that we were recognized on a platform like that, you know? That was wild. Definitely one of the coolest experiences ever. Um, I was on the phone with Peter Rader, who filmed the video. Um, he was just talking about how he sent it out to Carabas and stuff. I get off the phone, literally like 20 seconds later, I open up Twitter and I see that Carabas tweeted it, of course, me following him, uh, which was so, so cool. Um, I'm so happy for Peter because he just does such a tremendous job and he works so hard. And he was the real key to that, obviously getting such a good shot. Um, but also just to have Ethan and I's voices heard by that many people uh, is really, really special, especially highlighted by someone that I've been following for a very long time. Uh, you know, I talk about the bat flips and, you know, getting the excitement in baseball out to the younger generation. Uh, there's no better ambassador for that than Jared Carabas and what he does. So uh, to get that out there and be a part of that was really special. Even Raider, who's had more views and videos he made for the Orioles, found this moment special. It feels really, really good to get that amount of attention on a clip from here because, you know, working for the Orioles was really cool, but they already have like their specific target audience and it's, you know, thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. You know, here at Ithaca, you know, we're a very passionate, small community and we get national attention every now and again, but I feel like this is some of the biggest attention non-Cortica um, that the school's ever gotten. Now for what's next. Would we see any future Garrett Callahan bat flips? I mean, I, I got to see how it comes off the bat. Like, I'll do it if uh, if, if I know right away, but typically I'm not going to be doing that. Um, and I, I think it was a very special scenario where bats were starting to get back into the game and we need a little bit of energy in our dugout. And, I, I mean, I'm sure you could see – I think that made, uh, I think we had six runs after that home run. And I think we ended up putting 13 up on the game. So more importantly, it got us to a team win. It got some energy in the dugout. And yeah, I mean, it was a really, it, it's just a really cool experience just to have your Twitter blow. It was the first time my Twitter ever blew up. So it was kind of cool. And what does Ethan Birch think of his call now? You know, I think my dad said that I was a little too enthusiastic. I think I was, I was a little excited that I saw this bomb of a home run and I was getting the chance to the lucky, lucky chance of being able to be on the call for that moment. I think I was a little too excited because it was just a regular home run that would put up them up six, nothing. Listen, if that was a walk-off home run, I think the excitement level was a little there, but I think I could tone it down just a touch, but you know, I think people like the enthusiasm and you know, this is the first one I've ever done. So I was, I was excited and I'll definitely admit that, but lo uh, looking back on it and seeing it on Twitter and seeing how many people ended up liking, it was truly special. And honestly, it was just a dream come true because I never thought I'd ever see, have 70,000 people hear my voice. And the fact that it happened and it was baseball and it's my favorite sport. It was, it was definitely a, a really, really special moment. I have been fortunate during my time at IC to have two SC top 10 plays as well as this viral video coming from the Ithaca College athletic teams. I am also fortunate that so many of the Bomber athletic teams are really good, including the baseball team who are 7-1 in the Liberty League, good for first overall, and of course, they're led in home runs by Garrett Callahan, who has six. For Bombers Radio Network, I'm Michael Memes. I'd like to thank Garrett, Ethan, Max, and Peter for taking the time to talk to me. 
Bombers Radio Network continues to broadcast home games on VIC, WICD, and the Ithaca College Athletic Stream. I was able to call a baseball game this weekend and really enjoy being able to call one for the first time since last winter. So many sports are happening on the South Hill and it feels really great. Even the fall and winter sports have played some games and scrimmages. One of those teams are Ithaca Women's Volleyball, who played against RIT on Thursday at Ben Light Gymnasium. Matt Saucer spoke with first-year Paige Gardella about how the season has been for the volleyball team, her volleyball experiences before college, and more. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Saucer. I'm joined by Paige Gardella. She's a freshman on the Ithaca College volleyball team who recently had their first game in around a year and a half against RIT. Uh, Paige, how did it feel to get back on the court against RIT? It was a lot of fun. Um, considering it was my first time playing with my team, like in an actual game, it was like the best feeling in the world. <laughs> and going off of that, um, the off season has been kind of awkward, especially for you, first year player. You essentially, uh, given the remote semester, instead of coming in and having a fall season like would normally happen, you come in and you're thrown straight into the off season. Uh, how has that transition been different? Um. I would say like it's just been different because I didn't have like that fall season to like really bond with my teammates so getting thrown into this that quickly like we had a few months to like get together and then we're like all right we're gonna play a game which is very unusual I feel like usually like we have a little bit more time to like bond and figure things out but with that considered I think we've done an outstanding job like pushing through that and still being able to work together as a team successfully. And you mentioned uh, being able to work together as a team successfully. This is your first uh, semester with this team. What has the transition been like for you uh, going from high school now back into, you know, playing a game right here? Um, I think it's actually been smoother than I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit like weird to play with a whole bunch of new people, especially like being a freshman coming in. But like the girls have made it super easy and very comfortable to come in and play all together. And I think with that as well, like our freshman class is also super close and we've done like a really good job of all meshing together very well. And your first collegiate appearance is in an exhibition game. And now I know given the pandemic, anytime you could step on the court, you treat it like it's your last time, but uh, how is getting on the court in an exhibition feel different than an actual competitive game? Um, honestly, I don't think it felt too different. I think we all treated it like it was the real thing, um, just because we haven't had that in so long. The only thing that was different, obviously, is like, you know, we played five sets no matter what, which honestly I was fine with. Like, it was so much fun. And, um, but I think all the girls really treated it like it was a real thing. Like, this is for like a champion championship or something like that. Like, it was real to us. And you mentioned championship. Let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, went to Rosary High School, Sugar Grove, Illinois. Had a lot of success in the 3A tournament against some big powerhouses, including a sectional and super sectional experience. Uh, how has your high school career prepped you for what you've experienced in college so far? Um, I think my high school career did a very good job of prepping me for college. I got the opportunity to play against a lot of talented people, a lot of big names in college volleyball. And I think that has really helped me like get ready for the college scene for sure and you have hopefully assuming everything goes the way it's supposed to you'll have your first full season 
in the fall. Um, what are some of the team's goals, your goals, right now for the remainder of this off season, I guess, if you want to call it, even though it's really not an off season, heading into next fall? Um, I think our biggest goal is definitely going to be the NCAA tournament for sure. Um, but with that, I think we're all like ready to train. We're ready to do what it takes um, to get there. So I think in this off season, we've been working on that. And then obviously over the summer, like we're all going to put in the work to make that happen for sure. And before we focus on uh, Rochester this upcoming week, uh, going back, backtracking again into the pandemic, a uh, remote semester at home in the fall. Uh, what did you do training wise to stay in shape knowing that you had this off season to get ready for? Yeah, um, I was actually very lucky to have a gym at my disposal. So I was lifting, I was doing my cardio, I went and played volleyball as much as I could. Um, and I think that was just such a bonus because I know a lot of people didn't have that. And I felt very lucky that I was able to go and do that. And I asked this of all the athletes that I interview, um, but really a lot of athletes, especially in the spring and given, I don't know if you were in Illinois during the spring, I, I was, and you really couldn't move three feet without uh, having some sort of restriction placed on you. Uh, did you have any sort of interesting training methods? I know some athletes lifted tree branches, milk kegs, <laughs> things like that. Anything of the nature for you? Um, honestly, no. Like, I feel like I was pretty normal. I mean, me and my sister did try to do like a Zumba class online, which I guess was a little different than something I would usually do. But that was the only thing, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, everyone has to make those adapt, be adapt and make those uh, changes, uh, especially given the immense restrictions that were in place. And uh, now back in college, focusing on Rochester this upcoming week, it's probably the closest thing you've had to what it feels like to be in season, having a game one week and then the next week, a uh, big win against RIT. Uh, what has been the environment like now that you have this sort of realistic practice in the off season? Um, I think like the like feeling of like having a game has definitely like turned us all on like we're ready to go and I think like having that to like look forward to makes our practices like a thousand times better because we're like all right we need to get better at this because we have to use it this week like so the training has become like even more intense which is a lot of fun. And before we get into the X's and O's, uh, going back to the recruit, I know I'm going back and forth a lot here, but um, <laughs> why Ithaca? Um, I, so I visited over the summer before my senior year, and it all honestly happened very quick. And um, so I came and visited. I was here for like four hours, and my coach made it like a point to show me like every little thing he could. And I just knew like with that, like the effort that he was putting in, like, I was like, okay, like I want to be here. I want to play for coach Dolfer. Like he's putting in so much effort to like get me out here and make sure I see everything that I want to see. And when I came out here, I was like, yes, this feels like home. And I don't like, I don't even feel like I'm away from home. I just have like just great people around me now. And I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> Yeah, definitely a fantastic uh, place to be, a fantastic program that Coach Dolver has put in place over the past few years and a lot longer as well. And now, flipping back, Rochester, uh, this upcoming week, um, what are some of the plans and practice to get ready for that game? 
Um, one thing that we've been focusing on a lot is running a faster tempo offense. So that is definitely going to be something to look out for. Um, and that's like our biggest like plan is because that's what we want to be able to do is run a fast tempo offense. So we have as much gaps in the blocks and such like when we're playing. So I think that'll be our biggest focus for Rochester this Friday. And as an outside setter or outside hitter, uh, what's your role in setting that up? Um, I basically run it. Like, I got to be like, all right, everyone, like, let's do it. Like, um, I tell everyone what's around. I tell <laughs> them, like, I got to help them, like, find places to hit. Like, I just got to make sure everyone knows what they're doing. And going off of that, you're a first-year player and you're the quarterback of the offense. Uh, <laughs> that feel it feels great, honestly. I love it. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> awesome, Paige. Uh, thank you so much. Again, uh, Paige Gardella, freshman of the Ithaca College volleyball team uh, for WICB Sports. I'm Matt Sossler. Thank you, Matt. Hopefully the volleyball team is back to form this fall after the year off, which means being one of the best Liberty League teams and making the NCAA tournament. The team will look very different due to many of the players who were upperclassmen before the pandemic having graduated. Still, the program has been good for a while and I don't expect that to change. It is always exciting to see so many Bombers teams each season compete for the Liberty League Championship and play in the NCAA tournament. A couple of teams this spring will meet that criteria. Now let's take a look back at this week in Ithaca Sports and look ahead to what's next. The women's lacrosse team finished off an undefeated regular season by beating Vassar twice, 21-13 and 19-9. Both games were close after the first half, but the Bombers pulled away in the latter half of the games. Jackie Halleck scored 12 goals, maintaining her Liberty League lead in goals per game. The team will be the top seed in the Liberty League tournament and face St. Lawrence on Wednesday in the semifinals at 4 p.m. The Bombers baseball team has fallen to second in the Liberty League standings after going 2-1-1 in a weekend series against Clarkson. The Bombers were able to limit the Golden Knights offense on Friday, but were unsuccessful on Saturday. They are now 7-2-1 in the Liberty League, which just trails Rochester's 10-2. They will have two makeup games at Bart on Wednesday before taking on RPI next weekend in a four-game series. The Bombers softball team also faced the Golden Knights this weekend, winning three of their four games. Riley Piromalli threw a complete game, three-hit shutout to cap off the series. They will have two makeup games at RIT on Wednesday before a four-game series against St. Lawrence. The men's lacrosse team went 1-1 one one this week against two ranked opponents. They beat 8th-ranked Union 11-10 on Wednesday on a game-winning goal with seven seconds left before losing to 14th-ranked St. Lawrence 7-17 on Saturday. The Bombers are 2-2 two two in the Liberty League, good for 5th overall, and will likely need to beat Skidmore on Wednesday and Vassar on Saturday in order to make the Liberty League playoffs. The Ithaca women's tennis team achieved their first Liberty League victory on Saturday, beating William Smith 6 matches to 3. The Bombers' 3rd through 6 singles and 2nd and 3rd doubles all came out with wins in their matches. The team will have their net last match next Saturday against RIT and have a slim chance of making the Liberty League playoffs. The women's golf team continues to win, this time at the Ithaca Invitational. The team topped Union and William Smith with a score of 327. Mary Gersick and Christia Park are tied for the best score with 81s. The team will play in the Liberty League Championships next weekend. The second-ranked women's crew team won four of their six races against Colgate on Saturday to complete their regular season. They also honored their seniors who got to do a senior splash into Cayuga Inlet. They will have the Liberty League Regatta next Saturday. 
The men's and women's track and field team competed in the RIT TriMate on Saturday with RIT and Rochester. On the women's side, Parley Hannon once again dominated in the 10,000 meters, winning by over four minutes. Caitlin Hutchinson, Julianne Terry, Sarah Brown, and Ariana Bernard all won their events as well. On the men's side, Dom McCoola won the pole vault with a school record clearance of 5.11 meters. Also winning their events were Luke Tobia, the 4x100-meter relay squad, Jalen Leonard Osborne, Zachary Wax, and Aaron Davis. After the Cortland Red Dragon Open today, the squads will have their final meet of the season against SUNY Geneseo on Saturday. Finally, several fall and winter sports were in action. The women's volleyball team beat RIT 4-1 on Thursday. The women's soccer team was scheduled to play RIT, and the women's field hockey team was scheduled to play William Smith on Friday, but no result was posted for either game. That will do it for this edition of Sports Talk, but don't forget that there is a plethora of sports coverage on our networks in addition to Sports Talk every Sunday. During the week, you can catch sportscasts on both WICB and VIC. Here on 91.7 FM from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., noon, and 3 to 5 p.m. at the 46-minute mark of the hour. And on VIC, tune in from 6 to 8 a.m., noon, and 3 to 5 p.m. at the 28-minute mark. Also, be sure to turn into the weekend sports talk shows on VIC, airing Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Shows discuss topics ranging from local to professional sports. Be sure to check out at Bombers Radio Net on Twitter for the latest updates regarding our coverage of IC Athletics for the rest of the semester. Special thanks to Manager of Radio Operations Jeremy Menard, WICB Station Manager Sam Eyes, and WICB Sports Director John Bakari. I'm Michael Memes. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Ithaca Now is coming up next.